Hello there, and welcome back to Wild Theories. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Joe, also your host. For the uninitiated, Wild Theories toes the line between somewhat informational and somewhat game show. The concept is simple. Each episode focuses on a specific subject, where each host will bring forth an interesting theory or story relating to that subject. Each episode will also feature a guest whose job it is to decide at the end of this which one has supplied the most entertaining food for thought. And the winner will get to decide the next topic for the next episode. Today, we're going to be talking about aliens. Mm, And to help us discuss this subject... Yeah, we have okay. Connor, our our friend Connor Webb, returning again for a second episode. Welcome Hello. back, Connor. Well, That's yeah, me. we Thank love you, you Connor. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, hear the I'm crowd crazy. Oh. I mean, first first returning returning guest. Oh. I'm I'm pleased to be, um, and <coughs> yeah, I'm interested to discuss aliens as well because there has been sort of quite pretty significant kind of alien stuff in the news just in like the last literally yeah. the yeah. last few days i mean as as of as of recording it's currently the 30th of july the aliens haven't landed no. yet no i've just seen but, it and um... they have yeah they're on the white house lawn yeah they shake oh really uh, yeah there's shaking a bright light outside of joe biden yeah Oh yeah, no, I see it. Who's that? Is that King Charles? Bloody hell! <laughs> Look like one of them. Right. Anyway, um. But obviously, yeah. I mean, on the news, it was sort of yeah. Is a um, was it declassified stuff or was it just people coming so out? So what it was, that... it was an ex-military guy came forth and testified in Congress, basically saying that the government, U.S. government, had um, non-human hmm. biological. Um, remains and um, wrecks of crashes of unidentified flying yeah. objects. It's interesting, though, that like Congress would be taking this seriously. Yeah, it's like, kind that's of first, that's that's not heard of. Yeah, really, just within the last couple of years, they've kind of started discussing it uh, in a way that's not just an outright dismissal and and saying that anyone that's seen something is is crazy. They're kind of. I- I, f- I feel like especially now, like in the past, I don't think it would have nearly been conceivable. It would have been a missile. Whereas now with like, especially like the war of Ukraine and, and stuff like that going on, tensions rising with China and North Korea, as well as Russia, obviously, I feel like fear for like a nuclear missile or a missile flying is probably much more high. So it might be why they're taking it more seriously to kind of like calm people down. Of unidentified. Plus, we had that spy balloon, didn't we? Oh, yeah. That went, went, went by over continental America yeah. and got shot down. Well, so you mean they're like, kill, but... so you mean they're like, oh, don't worry, guys, it's not actually the Russians; it's, it's just aliens. aliens. Maybe it's mm. America. It's backwards. Who knows? Who knows? But the the I mean, thing I, I think... do find interesting about this is is when you think about it, the words they use are very specific. They say it's an unidentified flying object, and it's un uh, an unhuman biological material. So that means it could be a bird, like a bird corpse, a bird strike, and just some some guy who's duct taped together like a few wings and a propeller. Alex, are you are you ready to roll D twenty? 
shit. Um, Got to decide who goes first here. How, you should, I'll Google. The, the Google sound my of friend. Alex opening that can, you should isolate that to use that as an ident noise. You know when you're editing and you want oh, like God. a little <laughs> thing just to drop in? Just to break up. If you're mm. going from one topic and then it changes a bit in the edit and you want a, an ident, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I got one online. I'm gonna roll it. Ready? Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, go for it. I got a seven. I got a ten. Looks like you go first again. Fuck's sake! Oh damn it! Do you want to do best oh. of three? Fuck. Actually, actually, Alex, do you remember though? I'm no. Did we not discuss at the la- the end of the last episode? I think I promised I'd go first, didn't I? I don't remember, but if you promise it, you're going first. You said it now. You're going first. I f- I feel like I did. Well, every single time I've gone first and I've lost. Maybe I'll get half a point this time from pity. But you're going first. I'll I'll go first. Okay. You'll go first. Yeah, it's it's fair. Yeah. Um, I've decided. I'm also well, going to turn up my brightness <clears throat> a little bit. Okay. Well, I decided. I decided for my theory here to go with something that wasn't the basic obvious thing. So it's right. not really about aliens coming to Earth. It's more about the idea that we are in fact aliens. That humans don't originate from Earth, but from somewhere okay. else. Oh God, that's so, so freaky. So basically, the the theory is that uh, humanity started on Mars. So there's the the more we the more we begin to learn about Mars, the more we begin to sort of understand that it didn't used to always look that way. No, we know that Mars used to have water on it. We know that it was a very different environment, but at some point, some kind of cataclysmic mm-hmm. event happened. So. This kind of holds this idea of like, like we see humanity doing with the Earth now, that Mars was destroyed by human progress, and humanity had to leave in order to come here to Earth, otherwise they would die. There's a few little, there's a few little things that are kind of. Hang on, give me a second. Does that mean Venus is next? When we destroy this one, we're going to pop over to Venus. Well, no, I think it's more that Earth had a habitat that was somewhat viable. Oh, this is our last chance. It was at the time it was similar to Mars, Mm. not exactly the same, but similar. And um, so the idea also kind of exists with this thought that. Uh, we as humans we're not really physically perfectly evolved for the planet that we're on compared to a lot of animals out there we're not really physically that good Um, explain well for example right yeah we have to be careful in the sun too much sun exposure is not good for us radiation okay counter argument to that with with that, if if we're born in climates with more sun, we're more resistant to it. That's why, you know, Africa, black people, 
near the equator. But people. you can still get cancer from radiation of too much sun exposure. It That's just matter. a skill issue. <laughs> skill issue. Our bodies have been able get to good. evolve and adapt to living in areas with higher sun exposure. But that's the point, right? It seems like we've had to specifically evolve in order to handle the kind of exposure that we have here on Earth. I mean, also the fact that the sun does seem naturally as though it's maybe a bit bright for us. I mean, the fact that humans seem to want to wear things like sunglasses all the time. It's almost as though... I love my sunnies. Sunglasses are not. They don't exist primarily for fashion. What do you mean? So <laughs> this is blasphemy. I, I see what you're saying with with humans aren't um, aren't that well suited and not the most robust creatures physically, I suppose, compared to a lot of a lot of animals. But yeah, other creatures have evolved to be much more like um, just just physically better than we have. It's almost as though mentally we've we've evolved quite well, but our bodies have more degraded than anything else compared I guess, to. I guess that's kind of the the kind of payoff for like you know having big old mm. brains and and thinking and having quote unquote sentience, I, and, but then also having the technology to basically cushion ourselves. Because like think about it, evolution you evolve for the sake of survival, like bare bones. This is what you have. This is what you need. If you don't have it, you're dead. But in the in this age where we have so much medicine, technology, basically a giant mm. cushion for us, it's like, ah, if you don't have it, yeah, you might be a bit uncomfortable, but pff, you'll be all mm. right. Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, that's that's literally the explanation for why physically we're not as strong as uh, as other apes, for example. I mean, we know, for example, um, some of us have tailbones. But the more time has passed by, the less and less people are born with the specific mm. bone down there. And there's other areas like that where you can see evolution in, in humans. Even now, things change because we don't need tails anymore. Doesn't mean that a tail wouldn't be useful. I mean, if we had mm. tails, that would be pretty useful. But we don't I mean, require tails to survive. Like, I mean, it's an extra... Bloody annoying. It's an extra appendage. You fall over. You can use your tail to grab something. I mean, yeah, but like, Stop I do fall. that with my face, you know. And like, mostly things get tails for balance. I mean, I, I mean, get, I'm a bit wonky, but that's a different thing. I mean, you balance well. I, I hope for the sake of this argument. But you know, like, I don't really feel like we need a tail. It's just gonna get in the way. You know, go, to, you gotta pull yep. up your boxes. Oh, fucking tail in the way. Can't do that. Now you're walking around straight naked. What are you gonna really fucking on... do now? You're really on the offense for this one, aren't you? Yeah, I really want to win um, this one. <laughs> right, so with this, Please the, let me main, win. the main question has to be, so let's go along with the idea that humanity originated on Mars uh, and evolved on, on Mars. How mm -hmm. did we get to Earth? Right. Yeeted ourselves with a giant catapult. Okay, so there's, there's two potential ways that humanity could have originated on Mars. Now, there's the more exciting one of that we were an advanced civilization. We were on Mars. We developed spaceflight, mm. much like we have now. We've been able to transport ourselves at least as far as Earth. And nah, mate, when, when, we, when we came to understand that Mars was no longer <laughs> going to be viable, we started to slowly begin to 
colonize Earth as a plan B. But at some point, the technology has become lost to us. I mean, these are theories that exist around the pyramids and things like that, that maybe some advanced civilization constructed this. And then we went through some period of dark age where this technology was lost to us. Uh, so that's that's one explanation, I suppose. Oh. The other explanation is very different. The other explanation is it's kind of a cheat here because it's <sighs> saying it's saying that the material that we are made of originates from Mars, but we evolved on Earth. So the idea being that Earth what? was a barren place until it was seeded by right. Mars. And so what then, you're saying is Mars fucked the Earth, essentially. Boosh. Like nine piece, months later, humans. A, a piece of Mars, a piece of Mars broke off, landed on Earth, and from that, life like bacteria sprang. and stuff. Oh. Yeah, and from bacteria, eventually, the animals. I mean, the plants, that does have some every... science behind it. To be honest with you, that's. I mean, that's that's a very possible way of how there, Earth there came was, to um, be the way it is. There's some microorganisms that. They found really resilient, and what they've done is they mm. they shot them. Uh, I think I can't remember where they shot them, but they shot them in space, took them back. They were perfectly fine, and they were still living and walking around. So technically, if they were on Mars and a bit of Mars flew up, it would technically mm. work, I guess. Yeah, so it does have I the mean, grounds of science there, at least to, to I mean, my science. Something here that I I did read that I've t- made a little note of was that. Um, Back in 1984, there was a meteorite discovered in Antarctica that had actually broken off from Mars and hit the Earth Mm -hmm. about 4 billion years ago. Mm -hmm. And this um, meteorite, it had fossilized microbes on it. Uh So there was life in that meteorite. So that could very well have been the meteorite that life sprung from but isn't the whole thing of like life kind of came from africa and like africa's the like kind of heartland of the earth yeah because supposedly when all the continents were connected but was it called pangea yeah Um, yeah that's kind of the center of yeah but that's the thing all the con all the continents were connected but also In terms of Africa being like where life begun, I believe the first human, or at least humanoid remain remains um, have been found in Africa. But that doesn't mean that that is going to be the first. A few thousand years from now, we might discover a skeleton somewhere else. That's just the oldest yeah. one we've found so far. Yeah, it also but doesn't mean... Who's going to stop people from planting it, Joe? What say you take a shovel, you go down to Antarctica right this instant, get old, get old granddad out of the coffin, put him deep down. <laughs> oh god, guys, look, I found a discovery. I'm just saying, you know, I just... can't can't be can't be doing that, Joe. Like... Well, that, that's one possibility. And um, also going back to this idea of humans, in fact, existed on Mars, started there, moved here. I think an an explanation for us having lost technology is say what we had on Earth back then was nothing short of a small colony, a a hundred people maybe, 
think about it today with the level of technology that we have. We've become so reliant on things like the internet, uh, even outside of the internet, things like books. I mean, basic skills for being able to build things. I mean, I don't know about you. I cannot build a spaceship. I feel like I could figure it out. I feel so, like if you put the materials in front of me and we're like, if, have a crack at it, I'd be like, all right. I thought like I'd be able to make something like a like a space raft. <clears throat> if no. say if say on Earth, let, let's say that this is this is a um so, a situation that happens on Earth, right, right. where a small community of maybe a hundred people are the only people left remaining, and everyone else right. dies. They're gone. Good riddance. Well, civil, civilization would go back in time at that point we would lose technology because I mean, true. We would people have to that exist it. wouldn't hmm. yeah so that would be the explanation mm-hmm. of how we go all the way back to the beginning of very basic technology Survival and have to fittest. start from the beginning i mean sometimes you just need a reset and if that involves genocide in most of your species probably don't go ahead with it and this fits into like quite quite a commonly held theory as well of the reason why we're yet to discover aliens is that eventually aliens, like any civilization, will eventually reach its peak of technology where it then kind of just implodes on itself. What if we're a lost fragment of an empire? Yeah, I mean, maybe oh, we're just the, the remains of something that managed to just linger on and then start oh. again. God, that's a shit feeling, isn't it? Way to make me feel good how, about myself. How does? Yeah, but then, but then you could say you're an alien. That's pretty cool. Well done. You just managed to survive. Fuck off. So the part of Mars uh, being able to break off and land on Earth, you you said that that has happened. That's documented. That is it. Antarctica. Mm. Did you say that? In Antarctica, but we've also had various other meteorites that have obviously hit the Earth and they've had life on them. Usually, mm. it doesn't happen. Usually, the life will die long mm. before it reaches Earth. Mm. But Question it is then. possible. It what has been proven to be possible. What about the moon? Because obviously, you know how the moon, being like part of Earth, that went up into space. Would would that? Wait, what? Isn't that the kind of thing? Like a bit of the Earth kind of flew up into. Yeah, the, I've I've heard the moon that. I've heard that the theory. Uh, yeah, I don't actually know. I've heard a thing. I don't know if it's true or not. I've just heard it, and I guess I've just kind of taken yeah, it as true. Cause I'm think... like, whoa. <laughs> I heard it was um, made but... of I think that's the kind of prevailing theory, I think, of, of how planets get moons, is that they're hit by uh, meteorites, uh, and that causes damage, uh, and part of uh, the surface can break off, yeah. and then it will kind of drift off, but get stuck in the the gravitational pull. And then that's essentially uh, where the yeah, moon yeah. came from. And then the, then the moon becomes our asteroid yeah. shield. Which is a cool bit of science. It's actually very, tr- very cool. But I, very I don't true. understand how part of... Mm. Like, obviously, it, it's true and has happened. <coughs> but how part of Mars can break off and then land on Earth? Why is it... I think it's probably something along the lines of a piece of Mars has... Because obviously meteorites are pieces of planets. So if something's collided with Mars, a piece of Mars could have been right. lost okay. True. when that happens. Plus, Mars is a lot smaller than the Earth. It doesn't You'd... have quite oh, okay. the same gravity so to it. A nearby planet yeah, with, I a, mean... with a stronger gravitational pull could... 
I suppose. Right, some so, kind yeah. of. Well, so kind of I mean, drifting towards the sun as well, and that has a big old pull. We definitely know, like I said, at some point Mars did have some kind of cataclysmic event that completely changed its surface. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It, it used to be different, so that maybe it was the event that you know. I don't know, but I, I think I don't, slipped on the nuke button. I apologize about that. I don't purport to know much about that sort of stuff. It's I find it very interesting, yeah. but um. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know how. <clears throat> All I know is apparently, it's widely held uh, the belief that yeah, this is a piece from Mars. I'm guessing perhaps soil samples or something's been able to prove hmm. that that's where it came from. Okay. So before we before we move on yes. to Alex's theory, are there any closing points for you to yeah. make, Joe? any yeah. closing points um probably <laughs> not i've just decided this is a format point where i sort of just ask you to to check yeah yeah feels like i'm in court yeah. closing argument guilty <laughs> sentence him to give half his points to me moving over to alex then right what have you got for us today well, you did mention it. Went for Antarctica, and it kind of there's a whole load of theories about that place. Let me tell you, and all of them are aliens. Mm. So obviously, you already mentioned like the asteroid in it. So I won't even go over that because just stole my so thunder the, there. That's in that the same one. thing then. The, the <laughs> asteroid with from Mars. It it was part that's of weird, it. It has but... potential to like. Because I, I like the idea of, like, like, we sent these organisms. I can't remember the name of the, organ- the organisms, but they, they can literally survive space travel. They can survive sub-zero temperatures, little to no oxygen in, in like, the air around them. They go into kind of like a stasis. And then they just come out and it's like, hey, yo, what's up? How's it going? And they're just, they're just chill. They're just fine. So maybe, maybe something like that. Maybe, that hap- you know, maybe that's the aliens we're looking for. Who knows? Yeah. But I mean, that's I, a genuine to... concern, isn't it? Yeah. About like um about life that exists, sort of things things like bacteria that exist, parasites currently, shit like that. And with global warming, as the ice caps melt, it will potentially expose. Yeah, these they. Things. Um, I I saw this literally the other day. They revived a, a worm that was like when it sent millions of years ago, came back to life. There was like two of them. They like repopulated so much within a day. There's a, over a hundred generations already, and that was like the other day. It's like, yeah. well, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> get the flamethrower quick. Um, <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Enough about the worms. Uh, enough about those weird organisms. Right. Uh, where have I saved it? Uh, where did I save it? Ah, well, fuck it. We're not going from the save anymore. Um. <clears throat> should have been better prepared so antarctica as we know is probably one of the last frontiers on earth like we've explored most antarctica, places the final frontier the final frontier yeah. exactly you know it's we've we i say it's pretty i'm not sure when probably ages ago we've like pretty much explored the entire surface of the earth right we've we've explored every nook and cranny however 
we all know of Antarctica, right? But have we? Do we actually know Antarctica? Like none of us, like barely no one's asking actually been how is Antarctica? We, we, none of us have explored it. It's not colonized. Yeah. How How is it feeling? You know, is it feeling? Because it, it feeling doesn't right? exist. Is it depressed? Shut it doesn't up. Feel anything. Going, no, it doesn't exist. No. no stop. The Earth is flat. No, it's just go a away. Wall. Go away. It's the ice wall. Go away. <laughs> Fuck off, Alex Jones. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking hell. <coughs> So we don't we don't actually Turn know the gay. right I swear to God <laughs> we don't actually know a lot about Antarctica we know of it we know of its existence but you can visit it it's pretty expensive you have to go through certain processes but you can only go to Antarctica on a very specific part of the island during very specific months I believe it's November to like March you're allowed to go otherwise you're not and you're I think you're only allowed on like the icy parts of it. Not the actual continental part, like the actual bit that is land. And that's the thing. We still don't know quite a lot, at least publicly. We don't know a lot about actually the actual physical continent itself. A lot of it is just ice covered in ice and everything like that. And what I do find quite funny about this, I love to joke about this, is so Antarctica, right, was split. They signed a treaty, uh, the Antarctic Treaty, um, on the 1st of December 1959 in Washington, it included 12 countries. Boy, are these fucking random countries. So you got governments of like Argentina and Chile. They're quite close to it. You know, South America, quite close. That kind of makes sense. Australia, Belgium, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, the Soviet Union, or I guess modern day Russia. United Kingdom, Northern, uh, United Kingdom, Great Britain, Northern Ireland, and the United States of America. First of all, what the fuck is South Africa doing down there? Like, and Belgium? Like, I mean, actually, I don't <laughs> think any of those are particularly weird. When you think about it, South Africa is the southernmost country in Africa to Antarctica. I mean, true, but like Belgium? Isn't Belgium where, where the UN next is to... based? Isn't Norway. It? Norway is about the the furthest north you can go before you hit Antarctica. Joe, New Zealand. I would really New Zealand is one it. of the most Joe, southernmost countries Joe, to Antarctica would, as well. I would really appreciate it if you just stop being right <laughs> for like five minutes. Let me let me but corrupt his Norway, mind. Norway okay? is surely God damn it. to the Arctic. France and Britain have islands. Shut up, well, I, at what point does the Arctic become Antarctica? Well, they're, on opposite. I mean, they're on opposite ends. It's basically ends the same the thing, really. Yeah, they're on opposite ends. Yeah. The world's a circle. Well, it's, oh, right. it's flat. No, wait. Yeah, I guess. It's a globe. Yeah, You're so, done yeah, goof it, now. The, it's, the, it's a donut. It's a treaty <laughs> so that no one country has claim to Antarctica. Yes. So kind of everyone has it, yeah. so no one so has they it. Have... And it's kind of a... Yeah. yeah. They've divided it up, and the the point of this right so they divide it up and they've actually left a, a decent i'm not sure is that percentage a good chunk of it completely unclaimed no one's allowed to lay claim to it it's completely left to be na- mother nature you know last frontier all that shit um, all that liberal bullshit all that liberal bullshit we don't need i want to see it colon- i want to see um, it but obviously Carter some countries have colonized <laughs> Yeah, I want to see, I want to see affordable housing on it. Fucking. 
I mean, the first thing that we're going to get in Antarctica <laughs> is a McDonald's. That's, yeah. that's going to be number one. Can't beat Mackey's, bro. All right. Anyway, stop distracting me, guys. Um, obviously, different countries, different percent. I think the largest percentage of Antarctica owned is actually by Norway. I think it's like 30, okay. 13% of, of Norway has like claim to it. And this is in 1959, bear in mind, you know, Cold War. Like cold, and I would also like it? to point out, um, during World War Two, it is very cold. Uh, uh, it's the Cold War, obviously. Uh, but there was um, people there before. The Nazis actually did send a research team down there, and they yeah. were stationed on Antarctica. I don't really know too much about that, but basically, Nazis were there, big bad. Um, yeah, so they had all those those guys down there, and their promise was to be of like we're setting these bases up for like research and you know environmental purposes. Research, I can understand. Environmental purposes, you can fuck right off. Do I believe that for a second? You're telling me 1959, where people do not give a shit about the environment, where bloody mustard gas a few years later on is being dumped on Vietnam's jungles and children and napalm and all that shit. And then they're like, hang on a second, guys. We need to think about Mother Nature here, like 10 years prior in Antarctica. I, I do not buy that shit for a second. That fucking yeah they suddenly give a shit about the environment so i, I do what, not care what you say what does any of this have to do with aliens though get into that you setting if, the stage if, so obviously a lot of people are idly claim yeah i'm setting a stage show fuck off i've just realized you're wearing a not only are you drinking coca-cola but you've got a coca-cola hoodie on <laughs> gotta represent um i'm addicted um Sorry. I completely forgot where I was. Oh, well. Um, you were setting the stage. So, yeah. Tardica. Yeah, I'm setting the stage. So, I do not care. It's not for environmental purpose. Maybe research, but you don't really need to like, claim for that. You can. There's there's multiple, probably more efficient ways you can go about research bullshit or whatever. Right? Simple. UN territory. Yeah, fuck off. Um, either way, not going to go into that. It's politics. It's gay. Um... If it's not for environmental purposes, which I do not believe it is, and obviously probably research, what are they... Uh, I get obviously natural life, but what other things are there? And here's the thing. To this day, Antarctica is only inhabited by about, I think it's 4,000 to 8,000 people. Multi- a lot of those is um, research personnel, you know, science personnel. But surprisingly... But most large aliens. Majority... Get into that. Um, but surprisingly, <laughs> a large majority of that as well is also military personnel. Why do you need military personnel there? To fight the penguins. That's the only reason. Unless Pingu's got a bloody AK-47, got a bandana and a suicide vest on, you don't really need military personnel over there, do you? What are they hiding? What are they doing over there with military personnel? Because Maybe in the, the Nazis... Treaty... The Nazis never left. Maybe they've like... No, the Nazis did leave. Themselves. The Nazis left eventually. That's, that's what they want you to know. Maybe they established themselves <laughs> right, there. Right, this is a whole different episode. We're not going into that right now, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah. So, either way, military personnel. Uh, I, I've been sitting there. There's actually a surprising amount of military personnel that have actually like come forth, a lot of which have kept their um, identity hidden, um, saying that, you know, aliens exist and, you know, governments of the world know about it, they're hiding it from us, um, and, you know, there's aliens around multitude of those are coming from antarctica 
And one even came forth, I think it was in 2003, the History Channel even did a documentary about this. And the guy came forth, he, his nickname was Spartan because he kept his identity secret. And he basically said he was stationed there and, and one day they were like going out, um, I think on a patrol, and they spotted this giant like black metal, like kind of metallic structure in the snow protruding from the continent. All right. And you've got numerous people saying this, numerous people saying like, oh, you know, there's loads of, you know, shit going around. I haven't really seen much proof to deny, but also if there's this many people saying it, I kind of feel like there's got to be some truth in it to some degree because there's multiple, loads of people coming out, obviously a lot keeping their identities hidden, but also the fact fact they're sending military personnel out there, what what are they doing up there? If it, is, if it isn't um, like guarding some kind of aliens or some bullshit, are they researching them there? Like, are they trying, like, you know, kind of like an Area 51 situation? Are they do you know about the um? Do you know about the pyramid thing? Yeah, like they spotted a pyramid Google up Maps. there as well, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it's like a it's like people began to spot that there was like a mountain that just was like a perfectly shaped pyramid. Yeah, hmm. and so they're finding like all it's these just weird so it's so symmetrical, and there's no explanation for it. We just get told that like, hmm. oh yeah, that's 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 it's just happened to form that way. That's um, it can happen. It's... So a numerous kind of thing is that it's actually like a kind of outpost or like an alien kind of base headquarters there, and like they kind of go from. And in, in I actually got a date here. I didn't get the exact date, but in August 2012, there was reported above um, uh, Antarctic Research Station there was a, a a blurry floating object that just kind of hovered above there for a few hours and then fucked off. What's that about? I I now. I know we said before about like the kind of whole alien thing and ship, and it could be some Jerry. I don't know who the fuck is Jerry rigging a bloody unidentifiable, unidentifiable flying object or drone in bloody Antarctica. So, what's that about? Mm. You know, I feel like it has more it's truth Nazis. being up there. Maybe it is. You know what? Maybe the Nazis. Maybe Hitler's still alive and he's still down there commanding a goddamn alien race of space Nazis. Who's to say? What I'm basically trying to get across is. Probably aliens down. Oh, fucking no. Military personnel, Antarctic treaty countries. Ah, my head hurts. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> lot, to, lot to digest there. Uh, so, okay. So, so the, the idea being that the reason that there's so many, that, that, the military uh, details are there uh, uh, to keep the yeah. guard and keep secret uh, some sort of alien presence that's that's hidden there. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, like why else would they have military personnel there? You know, because on the on the Atlantic Treaty on Atlantic, uh, the Antarctic Treaty, they've like said like this is for peace. Mm. We're gonna have completely peace, but yet they're being like, yeah, we're gonna have peace. But we're also going to station military assets there. Why? I mean, the explanation could simply be, although Don't. there isn't any any kind of conflict there, if they are researching things, and it could be alien things that they're researching it, but if they are researching things and you've got multiple countries, perhaps the military is simply there to guard whatever Wouldn't, wouldn't it be a better idea to have a UN like peacekeeper task force instead? 
what's a peacekeeper task force going to do? Someone tries to break Keep in and steal your information? Keep the peace. I don't know. You know, I feel like it would make more sense, you know, if, especially if it's going to be across all the board, instead of having all these separate military systems and doctrines and, and personnel, why not just have the UN come in? And I feel like they might as well do that if they're already going along the lines of the UN with the Antarctic Treaty. What You might as well just go the extra step and be like, all right, UN's going to station troops up there. I mean, but it's again, a good point. I mean, look at the um, space station, right? Like, um, we don't have military there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shared completely by multiple like countries. Outlawed. Like, you yeah. know, no space. So why weapons. is it not? Why does it not work the same? It's it's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Don't please don't pick <laughs> apart my theory, please. I spent so long researching this. <laughs> please, <laughs> I was up all night. I can't so, anymore. I already know. Are there any rumors or speculation or, or theorizing <laughs> that um, anything has leaked? If we're if we're if we're entertaining this um, this this theory, let's go with it. Say it's true. Uh, is there anything that's come out where it's like, yeah. oh, this is this is leaked? Or uh... well, kind of going on with. Um... Back to the guy Spartan, yeah. I was saying about earlier, back in the documentary, when they spotted it, they actually obviously went up to the structure and they they kind of examined it. They found out the walls were like inches, feet thick of like a material, very durable, almost like steel. However, apparently, apparently they actually opened it. They like touched it. And when they touched it, it kind of effortlessly floated open, like, like kind of like an automatic door would, you know, you go near it. And and it opens okay. kind of like that. It just kind of opened, and it revealed. So it like, was a Tesco. Maybe it was... shit. It's an alien Tesco. Yeah. That's what it was. Fuck. I want to go now. So explain. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I've picked it apart. Yeah, actually, you know, yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. It's, I, a, I it's, a, it's a Nazi, 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 Nazi alien <laughs> Tesco. You know, it, it kind of makes sense, you know, Nazis and, you know, the kind of black design and yeah, yeah, you, you know what? And no one was showing their faces around because it wasn't, it wasn't an Aryan there. You know, they didn't like him. They didn't want to say hello. Being awfully racist. Maybe. Fuck, it all makes sense now. Maybe. Shit. And where would they be able to afford all this stuff? The Nazi gold they kept hidden. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You just picked it. Maybe the Nazis are aliens. Like in themselves, maybe Hitler was an alien. He had one bollock. Could be. So does Nigel Farage. Yeah, yeah, but let's be honest. He's definitely an alien. Have you seen his mug? <laughs> he's definitely some sort of lizard person. <laughs> it, he does kind of look like his face doesn't quite fit. It doesn't quite add up, does it? Plus, he's awfully racist, just like Hitler was. You know when some, you know how you get those like really human like realistic looking mm-hmm. masks and you put them on, but you can and it still like kind stretches. Of... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mm. look quite right in like the neck area. That's that's yeah. the Farage look. So like, anyway, I think we can all agree Antarctica plays a massive part. Yeah, I wasn't. Huge I wasn't expecting Antarctica and to are... be so involved in in these discussions. So that took me by surprise. I kind of think it's kind of cool because it's like the last, it's the last frontier. And obviously, as well as them having like uh, the 
Antarctica divided between those countries. There's also a large part of it that is supposedly completely you can't go to. And obviously you can visit Antarctica, but you can only visit mm. certain times of the year mm. on a certain part of the island, which is heavily like regulated. And it's like you can walk here, but you're not yeah. allowed to like touch anything. You can observe, you can look, yeah. but you can't go on. Okay. Why? Maybe it's a giant mothership. Maybe it's yeah. the flood from Halo. Who knows? Could be. You know, who knows? You know, what, at this point, it, it can be. My head hurts so, so much now. Well, I hate um, this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say I found I found both of them interesting. They were both quite unexpected. I was anticipating sort of more to do with like. Uh, more of your classic UFO sort of activity, probably stuff in America and the US government and uh, a m- more of a Roswell kind of kind of vibe. So the fact that Antarctica mm. featured in both of both of yours, I've found that uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, that was no, that was not that, intentional. That, I didn't think we were both going to talk about Antarctica, but there you go. Um, yeah, the idea that aliens are. Uh, being kept secret in 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 Antarctica, it's an interesting concept. But overall, I found I found Alex's vision a bit a bit vague, a bit um, I'm afraid to say. I've just not seen the full not. picture, man. It's probably just not just not just not it's probably just not seen the full picture. Uh, sort of thing to communicate. Um. And I think Joe's is just more. It it has like a catchy, more of a catchy poster sort of tagline. Imagine the movie poster. Yeah, it's just meant for Hollywood storyline. It ain't about aliens. <laughs> this is about us and where we came from. But, Fucking evolution, mate. Fuck off. What? Right down right, to Charles hold, Darwin's hold book. On, hold you already on. done imagine, that. <laughs> I was going to make a film out of it. Imagine but, the know. poster because it would say, "What if we?" dot 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 are the aliens and if people would be like oh hmm. men are from mars from mars as well women are too well what about the kids mercury (laughs) well shits came from there um (laughs) so for that reason i think i'm gonna have to give joe the point i'm afraid it wasn't even about aliens though uh yeah, it's about but, us. But, but... Charles Darwin, you know, he already, he already are, said that. We no, are the aliens. Don't, That's... don't you, don't you, fucking start. No, or I suppose, <laughs> I suppose we're not the aliens. Everything on Earth yeah. is alien yeah. to us. Oh, God, everyone's alien Stop. to someone. <laughs> you know, that's why I hate foreign people. <laughs> First of all, before I ask you the question, I'll just um, say that this question is a uh, guess the date, as in the year question. And so if you know the year, if you get it bang on and the other person doesn't, then obviously that person gets the point. If neither of you know it, then it will be point to the person that's closest. So in the, I think, 
Right. I think it's fair to say that okay. the most, the single most famous iconic alien-based event in popular culture has to be the Roswell incident, regardless of if there's any truth yeah. to it whatsoever. I think it's fair to say that that is the biggest sort of UFO um, sort of um, tent, tent pole yeah, it's the event kind of like... in popular culture. Yeah. If you go to Roswell, everything there is like, everyone's trying to flog you a... Yeah, it's, it's an alien-based economy. It's like, come and get your alien, uh, you know, your UFO. Um, but my, So my question to you, as you've probably worked out, is in what year did the supposed Roswell event happen? Uh, Which, if you're a believer, you would say is a UFO crash landing (coughs) on the site. I want to say, I'm just going to guess a random date here. And it's so, just so I understand, it's, Joe, don't you Google this, by the way. Um, I'm going to say, it's whoever's closest, yeah. right? If we don't yeah. get it right, it's whoever's closest. So are just we going the, for just, just, the, the, year just the year or the exact day? Six. Okay. Oh, oh um, yeah, six. No, I'm joking. Um, 19... <laughs> I want to say 1961. Okay. okay. I actually you do didn't. know what the year is. Oh, and I was... <laughs> I was being nice there and letting you go first, but it's it 1947. Is indeed 1947. That is a big, fat, well-rounded point to Joe. I'm afraid. I don't want to make it worse, <laughs> Alex. But I'm sorry, Alex. Get fucked. Hey, I keep giving you chances here. I gave you two thirds of a point. Why I let do you, you go know first. that? Why do you know I, that? Why is I that you in? What? Why is this it was interesting. bit of information that you have is saved in your like internal database? Are you a robot? Are you a Terminator? Do you like plug into okay. the wall and charge? No. Okay. Fucking like USB. The reason why the reason why I know the year is because there's a band called Hypocrisy and they have a song. Uh, about Roswell, and he keeps saying 1947 uh, constantly okay. through that song. No, so, even through fucking research, you know, just, by music. Just into my brain. People know things. Most of the things I know isn't from research. It's because they were in an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, yeah, oh, I'm so fucking dumb. Fuck. Oh, oh. Yeah. Consume media, Alex. That's exactly. how you learn. But um, we've. Fuck's sake. I think this might have to be. I think this might have to be the last episode because Alex has had enough. I don't think he can. I don't think it's just breaking him, isn't it? It's not even from fucking proper information. From fucking Simpsons. Is this Alex's arc? Has he got a character arc going on where he becomes broken? He sort of starts off quite a normal young man, and then by the end of this (laughs) podcast series, he's sort of he's like Gollum. Yeah. So yeah, um, if anyone's actually made it to the end of this podcast once again, um, congratulations! Hats, hats off to you. Go see a doctor. You are, you are an incredible human being. If no, you you're are definitely in fact, an alien. 
if you are in fact human that is see you again in the next episode for what was it we decided again oh yes ai uprising it'll be great <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that has to be your your least conspiratorial episode i think <laughs>